Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. We fancy we're doing champagne tonight. We are. We are. Because um, it was thematic with our movie and we had it in our fridge. It's thematic with our movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> How was your week? Mm. Uh, my week was surprisingly long even though i only uh Mm -hmm. spent like three and a half days in the office sure uh we came back from chicago and then um i apparently gave myself tennis elbow uh vacuuming which is lame which sucks sucks (laughs) so so i went to the doctor and i was like i hurt and they're like uh you're 38 this is just your life now (laughs) i was like fucking sucks Yep. Uh, but they took pictures of my elbow, and they're like, it's not broken. You have a teeny tiny uh, bone spur, which probably... Um, well, you is, can't go to NOM now. I know. It's prob- probably an old um, injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just hurts because right now your arm is swollen from, like... Something else. Whatever. So just rest and, like, don't do any repetitive motion and whatever. And I was like, everything I fucking do is repetitive motion. All I do is, like, type on a computer yeah. and write... And uh, access the smartphone and read, like, fuck. <laughs> it's yeah. so hard not to do anything. <laughs> well. Uh, so that's where I am right now. At least you're not broken, broken. Yeah, no, I'm not. Bro- well, because they were like, if you're not, if you don't feel better in a month, we'll send you probably to physical a therapy. A month. A month. A whole month of just, like, fuck. don't do anything. Um, if you're not better in a month, we'll send you to physical therapy. But. Uh, I can't send you to physical therapy if you have like a fracture or anything, you know. Right. So we if want you, it, If you're broken, we fix want the broken. we want to check. Um, mm-hmm. They're like, nope, you're not broken. So good news, just you know, live with this <laughs> for a bit. Yeah. Oh. So uh, that happened. That was great. And then like regular life work. Well, I was out of town. I had to go to Miami. I you flew were out of town all the way to Miami. I got to sit in a meeting for an hour with a customer where I answered two questions and then flew all the way back home. Which granted is two more questions than you Actually, expected to answer. Yeah, fair enough. And also <laughs> I use the word customer. They're not a customer because, you know, the difference is that customers pay us. This, mm-hmm. this is someone who may someday potentially be a customer. Right. It's a pre, it's a sales, uh, like so a pre-sale. It, really is, it is just a complete waste of my time. So. But you got to go to Miami. Yeah. Like, Did you get to like read outside when we were like, it's balmy no, 75 degrees? No, because like my sales guy's like, hey, we're going to meet at 8.15 this morning and go over notes. And so I went down there and we stayed there till like 11 o'clock mm-hmm. going over notes. And then... You went over notes for like three hours? That's a lot of notes. <sighs> yeah. And then <laughs> we left and like got, you know, got, well, no, it was like 10 o'clock. So it was like two hours of notes. But still, mm-hmm. that's a lot of notes. Then we left and like I had to iron my stuff and just kind of pack up because we were leaving. Right, right. You and, had one look presentable, two pack up all your stuff because you were going right from the meeting to the airport. Right. And so I got all that ready and then we went to lunch and I had a sandwich at like. In an airport at like three o'clock in the no, afternoon? No, at no. At lunch, we, we we went to Jimmy John's for oh. that What beautiful... did you have at Jimmy John's? 
I don't know. I had avocado in it. It was good. I always order something with avocado in it at Jimmy John's, too. <laughs> y'all, y'all got good avocado. Is it like the beach club? Something that like that, I yeah. always like, ooh, sprouts. And you're like, no, sprouts, sprouts are gross. I want it without the sprouts. <laughs> nah, I don't remember. I just ordered something straight, and I had it, and uh, it was fine. It was mm-hmm. complete. It was a Jimmy John's, which is like, I'm in Miami. Can we get a Cuban or something? Right, like, right. Like, can we go? There's such great food so in Miami. There's such great food in Miami. But my sales guy is not super adventurous as an eater. So, oh, that's the worst. I'm like, I always highly relate on my sales people and be like, what What's good around here? And they're like, Oh, like there's a hole in the wall barbecue place. Like, I know. Like, but well, first off, his territory is California. No, everywhere. His territory, <laughs> like. <laughs> It's not like, you know, you're you're with the Alabama guy who's like, right. let me tell you the three best places in Little Rock. You're right. Like, no, no. It's, His, it's, yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. So he doesn't get to specialize. So he just, mm-hmm. he does whatever comes up on Google with decent reviews. And so I was like, how about this? And he's like, sounds Fine. good. Fine, yeah. So I gave him a couple of options and Jimmy Jones was on the list because I thought he wouldn't choose that. Oh, man. But he did. So, oh, well. Oh, well. But yeah, so I just flew down. I flew back. It was a complete waste of everybody's time. But if we get the sale, maybe it's okay. You did not miss your connection in Charlotte. Oh my gosh. I got to my, I got to the gate where the plane was departing. And first off, so I'm in the air and it says delayed. My flight was supposed to leave at 823. I was supposed to land at 745. That's a tight, tight tight uh, turnaround. Turnaround. So when I land, I pull up my phone to see what's going on. It's like, flight delayed. I'm like, yes, to 8.10. I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> Two minutes. <laughs> no. It went from 8.23 to 8.10. Oh, it, del- it there's not a word for that. It's just laid. Laid. Yes, I guess. It, my, it laid. Well, it I was about pre-laid. to get laid and or screwed. <laughs> like, I was like, what the, how, like, they can't do this to me. So I'm like, hauling ass through Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And so it was a. It was like 8.05 before, like, because, like, by the time I got off the plane, it's like 8.05, right? Right, right. And, like, I had got on, and I was, like, with, I had intentionally purchased one of the the first bulkhead seats. Like, mm-hmm. there's first class, and then there's the extra, like, the first row of yes. seats, and you pay extra for those. And so I was on the first boarding group to get in that plane, and there was still no place to put my bag. So mm-hmm. I ended up, my bag ended up like eight rows behind me. Oh, it sucks. And so as I, like halfway through the flight, you know, they had done the drink service. Mm-hmm. The, and you're like, I'm going to go get my bag and put it in my lap. Well, the flight attendant comes around. I'm like, ma'am, I'm sorry, but like, is there anywhere up there that you know of that there's an empty spot for a bag? Because I have like a 12 minute layover. And this is before I knew it was mm-hmm. pre-laid. And so she's like, let me check. And so she comes back. And she's like, there's a spot over number two, which is in first class. She's like, you can have it. I'm like. You're the best. Thank you so much. So I grab my bag from like seven rows up during the flight, move it up mm-hmm. to row two. So it's smart. on my way out instead of the wrong way. Right. And so as soon as that plane touches the ground, I'm, you know, as soon as the, yeah, you know, the, the first person stand up, I'm up and I'm hauling out of that plane trying to get. Mm-hmm. And so like, and a couple of the first class passengers had heard me say this. And you're like, and sorry, they, I have like a three minute layover. <laughs> and they were like, no, we get it. Like, cause the first class peach. They travel usually. If, like, if they're first class on, like, a weekday, they're business class yeah. people, and they're like, oh, no, this sucks. Like, like, we understand. We have... Don't spend the night in Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, we have been delayed in Charlotte enough times. We know it sucks. So, like, they've worked their way up through the, the tiers. Right. So, they, they are actually... You know, sometimes you get really entitled jerk people, but they were really cool. And so, like, they're pulling for me. So, I got out of the plane, and I just hauled. And I was from Terminal C in Charlotte to 
the ass end of Terminal E. Oh, I mean, at least Charlotte and, is a wagon wheel, but still. No, Terminal E does this weird thing. Like, I oh, it's swear, its own terminal? No, it's it's attached to the wheel, but like there's E, and then it turns, and there's more E, and then it turns, oh, and there's more E, yeah. and then it turns, and there's more E, and you get to the end of E where there's like 12 gates lined up on the wall, and they're like, yeah, they're outside. And so you just... <laughs> So you you basically walk back to 1947 where you had the staircase going up onto always, the plane. Always, That was, you know, like bogeys on the, you know. Mm-hmm. Feel very presidential. They yeah. always walk the stairs too. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, but they get into a much larger plane. Right, right. But we, uh, so I, I made it, I made it there. When I got there, the plane had undelayed itself to 824. So we're now a minute later. Lord. And so I had eight minutes left. Fuck. So I managed to, like, just grab a sandwich at a kiosk that was, like, right there. Mm -hmm. There was, like, a little... Yeah, Just walk up and grab something. Because I had no time to stand in line and wait for food. And so I'm Mm -hmm. sitting there. And as I'm eating, you know, I I literally had just, like, finished my sandwich. Was scraping the last couple of chips out of the bag. Mm -hmm. And they're like, all right, now boarding. And I'm like, oh, yes. I mean, I've definitely walked on, like, while eating a sandwich before or yeah. just been like, I don't even have time to eat this lobster roll. I'm going to eat it on the plane because I'm that kind of bitch. <laughs> like, oh, no, it's fine. It, travel sucks. We all suck. Right. It's horrible. Right. Huh. But anyway, so that was my week. But then the weekend was cool. I had a game night with some dudes. You I did. Had, it was like, fun. seven guys in my basement, which is a lot of fun and a lot of social interaction. But it was defined, prescribed social interaction. Right. It had a start so time and an it. end time. Because we're that kind of party. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had fun. We had a lot of fun. I think uh, we'll do it again and I'll still get a pretty good crowd. So mm-hmm. it was fun. I like to shout out to the guy who brought the seven player game that allowed us all to play together. That was super awesome of him. Right. And then we, we just had a good time. So Excellent. It was good. So tonight. Tonight. We watched a movie. Well, I watched a movie. That's true. I was playing another <laughs> board game in our in our basement with my eldest, who I'm trying to play a lot more of my board games, like right. with having the board game nights, with having friends over. With we do have these board games, yeah. We might as well play might them. as well play them. And so I was playing Arkham Horror with him in the basement while you watched another horror unfold upstairs. It's true. Um, so we watched the movie Hop. Yes, it is an Easter themed movie about the Easter Bunny. It is January. I mean, like, what were you expecting? We are, we are nowhere close to even the start of Lent. I'm going <laughs> to... No, it's like end of no, February this yeah, year. That's true. It is Easter's late, quite late. Easter's in like April this year, so yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like end of April even. So Yeah, it's uh, a bit. A bit. So, yeah, it's a movie called Hop. Um, I'm going to need your assistance on this because I took... A lot of notes. Yes. So, so many notes. Do I need to keep you, like, moving or... <laughs> but um, I want you to look up who is in this movie and the soundtrack. Can you do that for me? I... You can't? I can't. My phone is... Oh, man. ...on airplane mode recording this. So, uh, I knew, I know some of the actors. Um, yeah. James Marston. James Marston. Yeah, he's the the main guy in this. Yeah, he's the one who gets to be human and not, yeah. <laughs> not just a voice. He is he's the face of this. He mm-hmm. uh, he's from Westworld, so he, oh okay yeah. sure. Uh, he's also from Twenty Seven Dresses. <laughs> yeah, he's from Twenty Seven Dresses. That's fair. Um, also, the prince in Enchanted. Mm-hmm. 
He's also Cyclops from the original run of X-Men oh, yeah. films. He he's in Westworld where he op- he's he's acting opposite of robotic synthetic life forms. And he they so can't tell the difference cuz that man, whoo, it's made of plastic. <laughs> well, he is one of them actually. <laughs> oh, see. Spoilers. T- totally makes sense then. Um he also is going to be in the new Sonic movie. Which, is he the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog? No, he Does has, he get to be the human in Sonic the, the Hedgehog? He's the human opposite of Sonic the Ugh. Hedgehog. So I'm watching this, I'm like, well, who did he piss off? Right, right. That all he's allowed to do is be the human <laughs> in CG starring films. I um, don't know. The, his sister, I believe, the blonde? Is Kaylee... Kaylee Coco. I don't know your last name. I don't know. She's... From Big Bang Theory, the blonde, right, from, the blonde Big, from Big Bang Theory. That apparently, yeah. Uh, his dad is, I think, the boss from Office Space. Lumberg? Yes. <laughs> I think. I'm like 90% sure. That's fantastic. Um, I don't know who his mom is. And then uh, his other sister, I don't know who she is either. But, but um. Yeah, but. Yeah, so anyway, um, it opens, and there's a tiny little CG, very cute bunny, mm-hmm. drumming drums on top of the Easter Island head. Of course, of they course live on Easter Island. the Easter bunny, whatever, lives on Easter Island. Because that's why it was named. It wasn't named because they <laughs> discovered it on Easter. <laughs> it was named because... Because underneath those giant stone heads is like a giant candy factory, and that's where the Easter Bunny has all of his operations. That tracks. Okay, so. Mm -hmm. This movie, uh, Hugh Laurie is the Easter Bunny, and Russell Brand (laughs) is his son. Okay, first off, (laughs) I'm kind of here for that. Why are all the Easter bunnies British? They didn't invent Easter. They stole it. <laughs> they found Easter Island. <laughs> and all the natives that were already there. Right, and murdered them. <laughs> I mean, maybe. There weren't that many natives because there had already been like a significant ecological collapse, but that's a different topic. Right, okay, so... Uh, so the Hugh Laurie, who's like the regular Easter bunny... Yeah. Uh goes up to his son and is like, hey, it's about time that you, like, come with me to the office. And the little bunny who's, like, banging the drums is like, okay, cool, that seems great. And they go to this giant chocolate factory underneath the Easter Island head. Sure. Okay? So it's a giant chocolate factory run by bunnies and chicks. None of whom are wearing any kind of fur or feather net. This is highly unsanitary. It is indeed. But I mean, like, honestly, is this any harder to believe that, like, a bunny poops out chocolate eggs or whatever is the other mythology? Right. So that's part That's part of this uh, story, Is too. that where they come from? <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> Just but some, some of them. some of them? Are those the good ones or the bad ones? I don't even know. They don't address that. <laughs> um, so, so, so very unsanitary. And then you have the, like, someday this will all be yours, you know, thing. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to die. Because <laughs> I'm like... Hugh Laurie Bunny? Right. I was like, because that's what this means. But no, he doesn't. He doesn't die. Well, what's Spoilers. the life expectancy on a bunny? Okay. We will we will get to that. Okay. So, um, someday this will all be yours. And then the chicks, the main chick, his name is Carlos. 
when you say the main chick, are you referring to an actual chicken an actu- baby? An actual chicken baby, but he's a real big chicken baby. He's the biggest chicken baby, but he's he's like a chick. He still has like fluffy, like bright yellow feathers. He's not a chicken, and I guess he's been working with the Easter Bunny for a long time. He's like the main what whatever factory plant manager, uh, and uh, <laughs> his name's Carlos. He is like. A very problematic accent. <laughs> is he like super like Hispanic? Yeah, it's super Hispanic, super Latinx. Um, which I mean is fine, but he's also the villain of this movie. Oh, uh, which is unfortunate. But so uh, is that racist or speciesist? I don't know. But um, so he's talking to whatever the bunny is talking to the chick about you know like general operations. Sure, and the chick sure. like has a clipboard and knows what the fuck is going on and is like on it. Right. And then the little boy bunny is like, that's amazing. You know, and he was like stealing candy and eating it. And he's like, you can't eat candy. Like the candy's not for eating. Like we have to whatever. And he's like, I'm just taste testing. And the dad's like, yeah, he's just taste testing. So already <laughs> I'm on the chicken side. Truth. Truth. And so, uh, uh, and so he tastes the, uh, Easter bunny, the big Easter bunny senior tastes yep. it and is like, oh, no, like we need to work on your taste. Like this is way too much marsh and way too little mallow. Like we need to, we need to fix this. And so then Carlos is like, "Oh, sorry, Phil." Blah blah blah, stuff things. And uh, wait, Phil, are these peeps? Phil, Phil is another little baby chicken. They're not peeps. They're like there is no way to make those good. That yeah, I don't know. Um, even when you put little uh, toothpicks in them like swords and make them battle in the microwave. <laughs> okay, that is entertaining, but they're still not tasty That's when they great. get out. Have you ever toasted a peep? Yeah, they get really crunchy. Yeah, you gotta watch that because that, those little... They, those fuckers will catch on fire. And also that outside shell turns into napalm. True. Like, do not All this do not true. do the little pinch test to see if they're done or you will lose your you fingerprints. You will die. You will die. Yeah. Um, yes, so... Uh, Carlos is like, fine, go live your life of privilege. (laughs) Which, again, I'm with Carlos Right, right. Like, Like, the bunnies are low-key being assholes. Uh, Okay, so I guess it's Easter. Mm. And the Easter bunny delivers eggs all over the world in a big steampunk Victorian sled that looks like an egg. And is also pulled by magical chicks. I mean, it sounds like maybe they're just trying to knock off Santa at this point. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. And there's... Uh, Easter is the knockoff Christmas, though. I mean... I mean, like, not from a, like, religious theological perspective. <laughs> like, not from a theological perspective at all. Easter's kind of the main deal, and Christmas should be Chris- the second Christmas, fiddle. Christmas should be, like, the redheaded stepchild. Of, like, I mean, I guess he had to be born. Yeah, like, <laughs> also he was born. But also, he died for your sins. That's lead with the die for the sins. Like, right, that's that a should thing. be the big deal. Yeah, but like instead, lots. Well, I think maybe Easter has held that because they're like, no, listen, back off, fuckers. We gotta keep this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just, Literal quote it's just, from Pope, whatever. Right, I'm sure. Uh, probably not. No. Um, but so meanwhile, I guess it's Easter. A human child, baby James Maston. Uh, <laughs> He wakes up in the middle of the night and catches the Easter Bunny in an act. Like, by the way, it's James Marston. Marston. James Masters, by the way, is Spike from Buffy. I don't know. That's not confusing. <laughs> I don't know his name. 
Marston. Marston. Marston? There's an R floating around in there. Okay, Marston. So meanwhile, human child, baby James Marston, uh, he like wakes up in the middle of the night to catch the Easter bunny in the act, and he like gets a camera and he tries to take a picture, but it doesn't work. It's like foiled again. You know why it doesn't work? Because <laughs> nobody fucking cares about the Easter bunny, that's why. Children like, do not wake up in the middle of the night to catch the Easter Bunny. Like, They're like, whatever, he's just going to leave chocolate, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I'll catch it in the morning, it's not like he's living anything cool. Right, right, and uh, the Easter Bunny, like, leaves him a special, and like, he sees the Easter Bunny, and the Easter Bunny sees him, you know, like, <gasps> and then the Easter Bunny, like, gets his shit together and goes off in his giant steampunk egg sled. <laughs> That was a sentence you never thought you'd say. <laughs> There's so many sentences I never thought I would say in this movie. Um, yeah, so he rides off in his giant steampunk egg sled, and uh, little baby James is there, and he's like, oh, um, like, he left him, like, a special gold bunny. He's like, I'm going to keep it forever. Mm-hmm. So, and then Like, he, this is a gold chocolate bunny? Like, a, a gold foil-wrapped chocolate? A gold foil-wrapped chocolate bunny. Okay. And then it's, like, 20 years later. Like, swipe. Swipe. Like, swipe. 20 years later. Yeah. And they cut in on Fred, who's regular James Marston now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, His yeah. name's Fred. Yeah. Uh, Not a bad looking dude. I'm he's just gonna fine, say that. whatever. Fine. Like, he needs to move out. Uh, because I guess, like, he lost his job a year ago. Mm-hmm. And he's been, like, interviewing for jobs. But, like, he's like, I don't know. I don't really like this job. Like, it seems kind of like. Beneath me. Not a good fit. Like, I don't have a passion for this whatever. And his parents are finally like, I don't care if you fucking have a passion. Like, you need to get a fucking job. Like, does it pay money? Then it's the perfect job for you. Like, at this point, you just need to do something. Get out of my house. You need to get out of my house. You need to, like, get, Mm -hmm. you know, get into a job. And even if it's a job you just have for a little while while you're still looking for your dream job, that's fine. But, like, I can't, I can't be here for you Mm -hmm. to have a dream job. So, um... (laughs) <laughs> they have, like, a full-on intervention. Sure. And everyone at the dinner table, everyone pulls out, like, prepared statements. <laughs> like, some of them are typed. <laughs> That's when you know you done fucked up. When your family's got right. notes. Right. Uh, and his uh, younger sister, who's adopted, says, Sometimes I think you adopted me because Fred was a disappointment. <laughs> Wait, is that Kaylee Coco? No. It's, uh, I don't know her, but she's a little Asian girl. Sure. And, uh... Does the dad refute and, that in any and way? And his dad is like, that was not a kind thing to say. And she was like, but you're not saying that it's not true. <laughs> Beautiful. And then it's just quiet. And he's like, I know, I just don't want to settle. And the mom is like, settling is fine. Like, in general. <laughs> wow, that's the advice you want from your mother. Right. Did she look right. awkwardly across the table I at mean, her husband? Maybe. maybe. Um, meanwhile... The Easter Bunny Jr., who's mm-hmm. named E.B. 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 What's up, E.B.? E.B. Uh, he is playing the drums like he's in a punk band. Yeah, there's a lot of punk in this soundtrack. Yeah, okay, so the soundtrack for this movie... <laughs> Again. ...is all over the place. Yeah, so he is playing some uh, drums in a punk band... And, uh, I heard his, Green Day, Fallout Boy, like... There's some good Charlotte. Definitely. There's Hole. <laughs> there's, um, I don't remember what else, but, uh... The I, podcast did not prick up my incredulous look at the I word could, Hole. Uh, hole is great. What are you talking about? It was In ce- a kid's film? It was celebrity skin. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it's 
still. I need to ignore all my limits on my uh on your phone. On my phone because it's like it's bedtime and I'm like, shut up, phone. You're not the boss of me. Um, so he is uh he is doing the anthem by Good Charlotte yeah. right now. Whoa. Yeah, but there's also Celebrity Skin by Hole, and there is mm, I don't know what else. But yeah, like lot random, of random lot stuff. of '90s punk. Yeah, a lot of a lot of '90s punk. Anyway, which I'm here and for. And his a dad, the Easter Bunny Senior, um, comes in and is like, "All right, like in you know we're two weeks from Easter. Like, are you ready? Like, I feel like you're finally ready to you know for me to pass the mantle for me to you and you to be the Easter Bunny. In other and words, he... get a job, loser. <laughs> right, get out of my house. <laughs> so similar storylines. Right, they have a similar arc, Fred and Evie. Um, and Fred's like, but what if, like, I'm not really good at being the Easter Bunny? He's like, I know you're not good at it. Nobody's good at it when they first start. But, like, you'll get it. Like, I believe in you. Sucking at something is the first step to be kind of good at something. Right, right. And he's like, but what if, like, you want me to be this egg, but really, I'm a sock. And he was like, you're a sock? He's like, yeah, I'm a metaphorical sock. So, like, what if I'm not an egg and I'll never be a good egg, but I'm the best sock you've ever seen? He's like... I don't follow. <laughs> Son, shut up and get in the sled. Right. Um, and he's like, I want to be a drummer. And he's like, I think you should be a drummer. Everyone should have hobbies. Like, absolutely pursue your dream. I want to validate dream. your thing, but, but also, like, also get something to pay the bills. Right. That right, we have like, as rabbits living under Easter Island. Right. Right. <laughs> Continue on the family business that makes no money <laughs> and is not is sustained by magic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's like, you need to be the Easter Bunny. Everyone is counting on you. And uh, Seems like a lousy source of... Evie yeah. freaks out and runs away. Well, he yeah. runs away, like, the night before he's supposed to be, like, crowned Easter Bunny. Um, and he goes to Hollywood. <laughs> this sounds very much like Noel, except... it's It definitely has some, like, uh, some, threads. Some common threads. Like, well, it's the cut and paste, like, next Santa Claus... Mm-hmm. movie but instead of next santa claus is next easter bunny like mm-hmm. they just updated everything and moved it around a little bit and copy paste it's fine meanwhile mm-hmm. uh so fred is like officially getting kicked out of his parents house sure and fred's sister um that girl from big bang <laughs> yeah is like hey according to the rules of the inf- intervention i'm not allowed to help you but um i have there's two things one mm-hmm. my boss is on vacation for the next two weeks and he asked me to house it for him. But he has dogs, and I'm afraid of dogs. So, you can house it for him. It's a place for you to stay. You have to feed the dogs. You're not allowed upstairs. Don't trash the place. He loves, like, his his house more than he loves his kids. And if you fuck this up, I will murder you. And hey, he, good sister. And he was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, and also, I set up an interview for you at my friend's company. It's it's an entry-level position. He's like, ugh. And she's like, but at a video game company, and they promote from within, like, I know I know you're starting over, but you're already starting over. Like, that seems pretty cool, right? Yeah, you know? like, you could He's, do worse. Yeah, so, this like... You're a good sister. Right, she's like, so be there at 1030 and don't fuck this up. Like, some tough love, but also, like, right. some opportunity. Meanwhile, Evie lands in Hollywood. How did he get there? Tunnels underground. From Easter, Under the Pacific Ocean. I don't know. From Easter Island, there are some kind of magical travel ways in which the Easter Bunny goes to every country. I thought he had the sled. In the world. I don't know. 
<laughs> so he has a I sled think, that does I tunnels. Think, yeah, I think there are tunnels underground. Water flowing underground? Water. Is that in the song? It's not. It's not it should have been. It should have been in the soundtrack. Anyway. Um, so same he, as it ever was. He goes to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He immediately buys a map of the stars, like a map of star homes. With, with what money? I don't know. Maybe he finds it in a gutter. I, I should have been paying more attention. <laughs> yeah, so he gets, he gets a map of star mm-hmm. homes, immediately goes to the Playboy Mansion because <sighs> it's marked on the map. With a big bunny face. Of course it is, but at the same time... Right. And so it's Kids the, film, right? It, yes. And it's the home of sexy bunnies. And he was like, I'm a bunny, and I'm very sexy. Like... This is a kid's film? Yes! <laughs> and so he goes up to the gates of the Playboy Mansion, and he talks to the box, and... Uh, I mean, like, I'm going to stop you with that sentence, but, like, keep going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the in- the intercom. Yeah, okay. He goes up to the gates of the Playboy Mansion, <laughs> and he talks to the intercom. And he's like, hi, I'm a bunny, and I'm sexy, and I'm here. Like, and he's like, I can't see And he's you. Russell Brand, right? Uh, Russell Brand is the bunny, this yes. Is the voice that the is voice. being heard by yes. the half on the other side. Yes, and he's like, or I... Can- have security guards. He's like, so I am a bunny, and I can assure you, I'm very sexy. <laughs> and... Uh, and the voice on the box is like, but I can't see you. All I see is the the map, you know? And he's like, ah, oh, blah, 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 stuff, stuff. And the guy's like, whatever, I don't have time for this. And he, like, turns the the comma off and the lights off. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. As you would do. Right. And it's turned away. Uh, I mean, how often do... An actual bunny. An actual... Does an actual talking sentient bunny show up at the Playboy Mansion? I mean... In a fit of confusion. At least twice, according to this movie. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, So Fred is moving away dejectedly from the Playboy Mansion. Or no, E.B. E.B. is moving away dejectedly from the the Playboy Mansion. Meanwhile, Fred is on his way to... uh, The Playboy Mansion? No, to uh, his sister's boss's house, which is in a big fancy mansion. Oh, like next door. Like, yeah, next door. Sure. And so as Fred is like pulling almost into the mansion that he has to house it in... He, uh, like, almost hits E.B. with a car. Okay, it's a rabbit. Right. I've been there. Right. Done that. Like, stops, like, to a stop. And then, like, oh, God. And puts the car in park. Light's still on. So E.B. is, like, child size. He's not, like, rabbit size, right? Uh, he's a little bigger. He's a big rabbit, but he's definitely, like, rabbit size. Like, okay. He's so a big like, rabbit. Like, if you swerved to hit this thing, you'd be like, oh, I almost hit a coyote or a dog or a cat or right. something. Like, right. You would not think it was a child. Okay, cool. You would definitely think it was a wild animal. Yeah. Because, like, if I almost hit a child, that reaction is completely Mm-mm. different yeah. than if yeah. I almost hit a rabbit. No, I'm, like, he, fucking rabbit. he looks like a rabbit. Like, you, can, you could pick him up and hold him like a baby. He's, like, the size of a baby. Okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, maybe a big baby, but... So... Fred almost hits E.B., freaks out, right. like, puts the car in park, jumps out, see, and the... I'm beginning to think Fred might not be the most emotionally stable <laughs> individual. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, he's, and so E.B.'s like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, he didn't really hit me, but maybe if I pretend to be hurt, he'll take care of me. Right? So he, like, lies on the floor and is, like, twitching. And right. uh, Fred's like, oh, fuck, he's still alive. And he's like, well... <laughs> Uh, he goes and gets a giant rock from someone's 
whatever. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, little buddy. I'll put you out of your misery. Which is the right thing to do. Right. And uh, Evie's like, fuck, no. It's like, don't do that. Does he actually say fuck no? No. <laughs> does he actually say something, though? He does say something. Okay. He's like, stop, no, don't do that. And uh, and Fred is like, what? What? Who said that? He's like, I said that. And then he's like, oh, God. Uh, and so Fred puts like throws the rock down, leaves his car running with the lights on, and runs into the house where he's supposed to... Be dog-sitting. Be dog-sitting. I mean, like, honestly, talking Finally. animals... I'm, I'm glad to see talking animals get the what-the-fuck <laughs> reaction that right. they deserve. Right, Runs in, Runs into mansion. Yeah. Uh, Evie follows him and is like, Hey, you left your car out there running. Also, I need a place to stay, and since you hit me with your car, like, you're morally obligated to take care of me. <laughs> no, you're not. And, uh... Uh, Fred is like, that's not how any of this works. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> like, Again, like, he, you've got some good reactions here, which is like, okay. I mean, I wouldn't have stopped for the rabbit. Honestly, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a horrible person. But if I almost hit a rabbit, unless I hear the thud under the tires, mm-hmm. it's it's done. Right, and like if I heard the thud under the tires, he's also done. So right, what right. am I going to do by stopping? Um, but he does stop. So maybe he's a little bit better of a human than I. But then, yeah, what the fuck whenever the thing goes off and then like, no, I don't. I don't have to. No, mm-hmm. I don't owe you anything for almost hitting you with my car. Right, right. Well, he lets him think he hit him with his car. Uh, uh, so manipulative asshole. Right. So I think at some point he does go get the car from the middle of the road with the lights on, but I don't remember that part. Maybe or maybe not. someone just steals it for him. Or maybe someone just Hollywood. steals it for him because Hollywood. Um, and so Eb is uh in the kitchen talking to him. He's like, "You're talking, right?" He's like, "Yep." You're hearing me. He's like, oh, God, this is like, I'm losing my mind. Um, and Evie's like, I'm real hungry since you hit me by your car. That's not how that works. <laughs> he's like, that's not how any of this works. Uh, and he's like, I don't know. Here, here's like some tricky jerky. And he's like, what? You poisoned me with meat sticks? It's like, I can't eat that. And he's like, I don't know. What do you want? And he's like, well, I'm a bunny. And he was like, oh, carrots? And he was like, you're a fucking genius. And so he opens the carrots, and it's very clearly, like, Bolt House carrots. Like, very clearly product placement. Like, Bolt House has just been waiting for them to release an Easter movie. <laughs> True story. So, Bolt House, um, do you remember? So, we're, we are proud graduates of the Cedarville University. We are. There's a Bolt House Center for Music. Yeah, carrot people. The carrot people are actually graduates of Cedarville. Mm-hmm. And they their big thing was not necessarily inventing, like, doing anything with carrots other than fucking marketing right i mean and they're like let's just take really weird long carrots and grind them into like yeah, <laughs> nubs. So, yeah so they grind them into nubs they use the like shavings to make like carrot cakes and like mm-hmm. puree carrots for baby food and all that stuff and then like the little nubbins that are left they just throw in a bag and sold them mm-hmm. and suddenly snackable carrots billion dollar in their in- industry i mean i'm here for it i mean my kids do they eat them as a significant part of their diet I mean, it's a significant part of their vegetable diet. Yeah, but you know what? Cool. I mean, they're fine. Yeah. I would rather my kids eat vegetable, you know, like snack Mm -hmm. carrots than almost anything else until we find out they cause cancer or like (laughs) dementia or... I mean, whatever. Sorry. Um... So, yeah, but they're not baby carrots. They're, like, big, long carrots. Yes. Like, they're bolt house, big, long carrots. And in the package, there is no green stuff. 
Right. Right? But then as soon as he takes one out and hands it to the bunny, there's magically, like, green leaves on the carrots. Like, it's a... Oh, like you just pulled it out of the ground? Right. It's a full Bugs Bunny carrot with the leaves. Like, I remember when I was little, asking Mm. my mom if we could buy carrots with the leaves, and she was like, no. Like, do you think we are rich enough to go to a farmer's market? (laughs) Like, no. No. We cannot buy carrots with the leaves. Nobody transports those. They cost so much fucking money. Yeah, like, they cut (laughs) out the leaves, leave them in the field, grind them into the next season's carrots. Right. Like, that's what those are for. Like, just no. Literally No. no. Um, but yeah, so again, carrots with green stuff on it. And then I guess, like, they're roommates now. And Yubi's like, look, you almost hit me with a car, like... How long is that guilt trip gonna last? (laughs) So long. So long. And he's like, I need a place to stay. You're staying here. Like, I'm gonna stay here, too. And he was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um... I'll, fi- I'll find you a place to stay. And he takes it out, takes him out to the garage. And he's like, here, you can see here. And he lays out newspaper and like a blanket and a l- little thing of water. And he's like, you can stay here. He's like, what's with all the newspaper? I'm not a voracious reader. And he was like, uh, you're a wild animal. <laughs> like, like, I'm not even allowed upstairs and I'm human. Like, I'm not letting you in this house. <laughs> True. I mean, like, how do you know... I mean, this is all new, talking animals. Like, right, I assume right. this is his first talking animal he's experienced. Right, right. He's so. like, and I'm going to go to bed. Where when I wake up, I hope this was all a fucking dream because this is bonkers. Yeah, I hope this is a head injury I was like, diagnosed with. Right. So. so meanwhile, back at Easter Island Candy Factory, mm-hmm. evil chick Carlos tells the Easter Bunny about his son running away. Right. Clearly sending out very evil vibes. Uh, and was like, well, you know, maybe you should just crown a different easter bunny like you know change it change of pace like maybe i could be the easter bunny <laughs> like you're a chicken but but in a a subtler way i guess but not I mean, subtle at all like very clearly evil I mean, vibes famously these kids movies are not known for their subtlety right right and uh he's like this is like you know kind of unprecedented mm-hmm. and uh the easter bunny is like oh yeah i need to send out the pink berets which are highly trained guards of the Easter Bunny. They're basically like tiny ninja bunnies with pink berets. Are they all female bunnies? Uh, at least it? one of them is. Okay, cool. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not jumping into any sexist conclusions about right. pink, but like this movie has not been particularly subtle or. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, they're. I don't know the bunny's gender. I, I don't want to assume their gender, but right. I don't know the bunny's gender, but they're the. They're like the green berets, but they're pink. Sure. And they're like they'll they'll find they'll find him. Yeah, they sure will. Uh, and then so, uh, James Marston. Cyclops, how far have you fallen? <laughs> wakes up in the morning, uh, and is like, oh shit, the rabbit. Like, and he goes to the um garage. Yeah. And there's nothing set out. There's like. No newspaper, there's no bowl of water, there's nothing. There was no sign of him. He's like, oh, thank God it was only a dream. And he's like, oh, I need to get ready for my, like, 1030 interview. Sure. So, like, I need to shower, I need to shave, I need to put on a clean shirt. <laughs> I need to yeah, do yeah, I mean, stuff. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, he was not there in the morning, and Fred assumes he's ready, and he's getting ready for his interview. Um, and then, like, after he's completely ready for his interview, like, he has his suit coat and his tie on. Uh, he reads the instructions about feeding the dogs and it's like, uh, his sister's name is Daisy and it's like, dear Daisy, until the dogs are uh, accustomed to you, please feed them wearing the safety suit in the closet. 
<laughs> and it's this giant padded suit because these dogs are fucking vicious. <laughs> At that point, I would just be shoving stuff out, out of doggy door. Like 100%. I would just be like, Broop. throwing raw meat in the backyard. Yeah. You guys figure it out. Yeah. And so uh, there is a, um, d- a definite, like, him being chased in a big padded suit by two vicious dogs. <laughs> That's not him. That's some stunt guy that was right. paid not enough for that. Not enough at all. Um, and then, meanwhile, he gets in from feeding the dogs in a safety suit, and he sees, um, like, carrots and bunny tracks, like, leading up to the upstairs. And he's like, of course he went upstairs. Fuck! Of course so, he's upstairs. Yes. So, uh, Fred um, finds EB upstairs, where he wasn't supposed to go, making a mess and playing, um, like, a, like, a rock band game. But the drummer part. Sure. Of the rock band game. So he's like on the the drummer hero. And he's playing to hole. <laughs> like that's, that's where, where that's where celebrity in. skin comes in. <laughs> and he's uh That's my favorite line so far from the show. Like <laughs> And that's where celebrity skin comes in. <laughs> right. Like and it so, does. Like so that was inevitable. I mean it was. Wasn't um, it? Sure. And so he's like, Yeah, I found this cool drummer game and like mm-hmm. and, and um It's a new high score. Right. Right. He's like, you're not even, you're not supposed to be up here. No one's supposed to be up here. And he's like, but I was hurt and you hit me with the car and now I needed a comfy bed. Also, the jacuzzi really helped, like, ease out my muscles. And he's like, fuck. And he looks over and it's like all flooded with bubbles and he like turns off the jacuzzi. So like, at this point, I would just fucking murder this rabbit. Yeah. Like, we are 23 minutes into this movie. I'm Googling and recipes. And it would be done. Like, I'm Googling rabbit recipes. Like. Right. So, he, um... Puts him in a banker box. Wait, what? He puts the bunny in a banker box. Like Fred, one of those like cardboard. Yeah, Fred puts the bunny in a banker box. All right. And uh, is driving to his interview. And he's with the bunny. With the bunny in a banker box, and he's going to release him on the way to the interview. Okay. Just in the okay. wild. Got it. Got it. And uh, and he's like, "What are you doing? You're just leaving me here. I'm releasing you into the wild. There's lots of other bunnies. Like you'll be fine." And he was like, no, I'm not a regular bunny. Like, you can't, you can't do this. And there's this part of him, and he is, like, tipping the banker box upside down and shaking it, and the bunny is, like, pushing himself to hold yeah, himself yeah. in the banker box. Just leave the fucking box. It costs a dollar. Just, like, leave it on the park bench and go do, <laughs> go do just, your like, interview. Just, over the cliff. Like, just, <laughs> you don't. You don't need it. You don't need it. Uh, and so... He, uh, he's, like, really trying to get him out of the banker box, and he finally gets him out of the banker box, and he's, like, going to his car, and, um, that's when the Easter, or that's when E.B.'s like, you can't get rid of me! Look, look, I'm special! And, uh, then he literally shits jelly beans. (laughs) He's, like, on the hood of the car, where James Marsden can see him, and he's like, look, look, I'm special, and he, like... Bends down and he grunts and then he literally shits jelly beans. No, no, that did not happen. And uh, like, how? <laughs> so I didn't watch this movie at all. How? I. How detailed was this incident? Like, did you see? <laughs> it's not like you cut away and then you see the pile of jelly beans. Like. No, like you see. You see him pooping jelly beans. <laughs> Like, right. What is going so, on? He's like, I'm the Easter Bunny, and Fred is instantly here for it. 
He was like, what? That's amazing. Get in Wait, the car. So the fact that he was a talking rabbit. He was like, I'm freaked out. This is weird. Like the fact that he craps jelly beans on right. the hood of his car is suddenly like the thing that's like, oh yeah, okay, now I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What the fuck? So of course, E.B. lies and says that he's the actual Easter Bunny. And he was like, you can't like get rid of me. You can't disappoint all those children in two weeks when none of their Easter baskets come. Except, yeah. Except he's not the Easter Bunny. He's lying. Um... So, Fred's like, okay. He's going to blow off this interview. We'll we'll figure something out. So, he's like, I'm so late to this interview. I have to, like, I'm so screwed. So, he goes to the interview, and he was like, look, E.B., you got to sit in the car. Like, and he's like, you got to stop talking in front of people. Like, people people are going to want to dissect your brain. Um, Sure. So, he gets to uh, his interview a half an hour late. Yeah, you're already done. Right. And um, they're like, well, I'm not very impressed with... uh, Time management skills. Yeah, your time management skills. He's like, I could give um, a dozen excuses, but I'm just going to say I'm sorry. Like... Okay. You know, like, I'm I'm very sorry. And uh, she was like, okay, well, clean slate then. You know, like... Yeah, okay, let's let's restart. Let's restart. Also, Um, I mean, this is a favor to your sister, so like... Right. You know. Right. So, um, while James is in this interview for a, a video game company, it was like, well, good news is we promote from within. Bad news is it's an entry-level position. Like, you're essentially going to be in the mailroom. Um, but, and here's who you're replacing. Like, he's a, whatever, junior mail, like a junior executive now. And, like, mm. he's like, so there's real room for... Yeah, like, this guy left because he's moving up through the organization, not just, like, he got fed up with our political bullshit. (laughs) Right. You know, and so, like, so, like, you will be, you will be starting at the bottom, but there is a lot of mobility and blah, 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 blah. Um, Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Back at the ranch. uh, The, the pink berets. Right. Come to find EB, and they also go to the Playboy bunny mansion first because it's like a bunny on like the google maps <laughs> like thing that they're coming up instead of instead of the little pin it's yeah. a bunny part of me wants to google to see if that's correct part I... of me doesn't want that in my search history <laughs> right and they were like let's check out here um yeah and then uh i think you also <laughs> like dismisses them so uh they're track they track eb to like, they must have some kind of tracking device on him. Because they got to, like, the parking lot of this random company that, like, I don't know. So they get... Oh, my phone's on low battery. Oh, well. Uh, so they get to they get to the parking lot, and they're setting off all the car alarms. Because they're, like, crazy ninja bunnies, like, jumping around. And EB sees them and is like, fuck! And he goes... He escapes from the car, and he runs into the um, building where... Uh, Fred is doing an interview. Um, yes. Okay. So where he happens to find an all-blind uh, blues band who needs a drummer. <laughs> so. I mean, he's a punk drummer. I mean, the blues he and punk are. He is a punk drummer. They're um, not similar. Yeah. I mean, they're not. <laughs> but um yeah so it's 
the Blind Boys of Alabama, who is like an actual... Yeah, they are an actual band. An what actual the- band playing themselves, recording music for an hour tour. She's like, these, and these are our recording booths. Like, we've done, like, you know, like a pop hero and now, and uh, like punk hero, and now we're doing like a blues one. And they're like, wow, you got the Blind Boys of Alabama. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but they were like on a break because their drummer went on a break. So they were like, you know, doing whatever, warm up, whatever, blah, blah, blah stuff. And he's like, yeah, we need our drummer back. And the rabbit, the f- fucking rabbit, goes into the drummer and starts drumming around. And they're like, hey, nice to see you back. And they like perform higher ground with a rabbit drummer. Like you do. Like you do. But it's okay because they're all blind. <laughs> At the end of the session, uh, one of the guys is like, look, I'm blind, but I can fucking tell that this is not my drummer. Like, who the fuck are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm not a blues drummer. I was just here, like, you know, sorry. And they're like, no, you don't need to leave. Like, you're you're fucking great. But, like, we have a drummer. Uh, but you should go, like, we, all, we have a friend in town. He's always looking for talent. Like, you should go try out with him. And... Or audition for him. And they hand him a flyer for Hoff Knows Talent. It's David Hasselhoff, who is hosting as himself. <laughs> who I feel is- like David Hasselhoff <laughs> as himself is the only way David Hasselhoff knows how to be at this moment. Yeah. Hosting essentially like an America's Got Talent sure. TV show thing. And they're in the like pre... Right, right. In the like initial... Yeah. Where he's, he's snarky like Simon Cowell. No, he's like real earnest. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. like real, real earnest. I can see that. Right. Is he eating a cheeseburger? Right. Um, I don't think so. Um, yeah. And so he happens to find the all blind, all blind blues band recording. Um, yeah, guys. I guess the interview, the game company. Just, you know, records all their own music for that. They don't bother to, like, find pre-recorded music and just yeah. license it. They record it all, like, fresh. Because <laughs> you can tell. You can tell in a video game. <laughs> well, I mean, so, so like, all those rock heroes, like, if you look carefully, there's sometimes there's a song and then by so-and-so. And then there's a mm-hmm. song as made famous by so-and-so. Right. And that was recorded That's in the usually studio. like they couldn't get the rights. Like well, Sometimes it's that like the originals was like way too hard to pull out the individual parts because that's also mm. part of it is you have to individually track it. So when you're screwing up, the guitar part starts to fade out and do bad things. But when you're doing it right, the, it's there. And so if you could bust it out of the parts, it's fine. But if not, mm-hmm. you got to do something else. But generally, if they don't have the parts, yeah, they just find some session band to come in and like, hey, you're going to record this Green Day song. Right. Green and then Day we has can... fucking things to do. Right. And then we can crank up the guitar part and crank down everything else so you can hear it better. Yeah, or exactly. Like they, they do that. Or, you know, they might even be able to pull a vocal track from it and like have accurate vocals and then all the band stuff. You, can, mm-hmm. you can't really tell anyway if you have a really good session band doing it. Yes. But anyway, but yeah, but still, you wouldn't bring in generally the band because, <laughs> like I said, like, they have stuff to do. Right, like, they're busy. <laughs> unless you want to play, you know, if you think about it, like, a band playing for an evening at a venue brings right. money. Right. So if you have the band together, don't don't go record. Go to House of Blues 
play the same song and record that and record that or don't record that and make more money and pay some poor schmuck 30 bucks to come in and record it tomorrow okay do you want a refill uh we're out oh okay good to know i'll put my glass down cool so fred sees eb playing with the blind boys of alabama and like freaks the fuck out again i feel like there's not enough of that and therefore bombs the interview yeah um so then... I mean, he was already pretty much one foot out the door anyway, so... Right. So then, uh, after... So then, like, from there, they go to the Hassel, the Hasselhoff thing. He's like, you just do, do me this one solid. Like, mm-hmm. you bring me to the David Hasselhoff thing, and I will get the fuck out of your life. And he was like, deal! <laughs> like, you've been nothing but trouble for me. I hate everything about you. <laughs> that seems right. Um, so he takes him to the David Hasselhoff thing... Kills it. David Hasselhoff loves him. Does he and, know he's a rabbit? Yeah, he knows he's a rabbit. Cool. He's like, so uh, James Marston is like, look, in this world, bunnies can't talk. And people will, like, cut you the fuck open if you start talking because it's weird and creepy. So the city just goes and drums. Right. Right. Because maybe you could teach a bunny how to drum. Like, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's like, so I'll intro you and you just drum and shut the fuck up. Um, and... David Hasselhoff's like, I didn't like it. And, and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. And he's like, I loved it. <laughs> and the bunny is so excited. And he's like, thank you, David Hasselhoff. I won't let you down. And uh, <sighs> James Marston is like, shut up, bunny. And uh, David Hasselhoff is like, I know, right? And he has this whole conversation with the bunny. And the bunny's like, wait, you're not like shocked or appalled that I speak? And he was like, please, my best friend is a talking car. <laughs> Voiced by Mr. Feeney, by the way. Yes. Um, so then he, so then they drive, they're driving back, and he was like, "So you're getting out of my life, right?" <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Yeah, I mean, I still don't have a place to go." Um, he's like, "Well, I have to go to my sister's uh, Easter play. She's uh, Peter Cottontail." Like, I don't, wor- I don't care where the fuck you go. And he's like, I like plays. And he's like, you can go see many plays that my sister and or my family are not at. <laughs> like, like, please. Just like keep anyone. walking. Right. Um, so they go to the friend's sister's Easter play. Right. And I think, again, he's like, you stay in the car. Oh, no, he has a bag. Yeah. He has a bag that he puts him in. No. He has a bag. No, because like. <laughs> like a doctor bag. <laughs> Like Why? A, like a brief. What case. in their brief history together makes him think this is a good idea? Right, right. And so um, he is like watching his sister play Peter Cottontail, and at the dinner, like whatever, three days ago when they had the intervention, she was like, "Normally they want a boy to play Peter Cottontail, but they made an exception because of my amazing singing voice." Uh, and she's fucking terrible. Like <laughs> I'm sure in real life she has a great voice, but they like made her sing extra terrible and everyone's like oh um and eb is like looking around because the pink um berets are still after him and he sees the shadows of the kids walking with their bunny suits and he freaks out um and he jumps out of the um told you this is a bad idea i know he jumps out of this case and he runs towards the stage and is like everybody run away and james like Runs after him and catches him, and then like pick and picks him up, and he sees that um, they're just humans. 
dressed up as bunnies. And he was like, oh, never mind. Everything's fine. And everyone's like, what the fuck is going on? And that's when E.B. is like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to be talking. And he's like, ah, James is just learning a bit of ventriloquism. (laughs) And James's dad's like, uh, sit down. Like, why are you upstaging literal elementary school kids? And he's like, you should really be nice to your son. (laughs) And James Marston's like, oh, it's a thought. (laughs) And he pretends that he's a ventriloquist. And the bunny is, uh, whatever, and they sing a whole rendition of I Want Candy with the kids and the audience. It's a big hit. Uh, except that, you know, like, his sister's really pissed at him because she, <laughs> he interrupted her school play right. to upstage her. Right. Well, I mean, like, yeah. <sighs> right. <laughs> so- so I'm like really hoping we're getting to the third act here. Oh my gosh, like... there's so much. <laughs> so after the play, he goes to the green room or whatever to like give his sister some flowers or whatever. And uh, someone comes up to him and is like, you did amazing. And he's like, yeah, thanks, whatever. Um, and he goes to his sister and it's like, hey. And she's like, shut up. I hate you. <laughs> like, Fair response. You're terrible. Uh-huh. Um, and then his dad comes and is like, hey, like, I'm glad you have a hobby, but also, like, this is kind of an asshole thing to do. Right. And he's like, I, like, it's not what I meant to do. And uh, he's like, you just, like, you need to figure something out. Like, sure. this, this is a cry for help or, like, something. Like, this is, oh, not, yeah. this is not something. And he's, like, looking around at all the bunnies and chicks in from the... From the play. Play. And he has, like, a revelation that he's, like, destined to be the Easter Bunny. And he's like, I have a great idea. It's big. You'll love it. And he runs away. Um, so Fred realizes he was destined to be the Easter Bunny and proposes a swap with E.B. He's like, look, you don't want to be the Easter Bunny. And I realize that the Easter Bunny is, like, my fucking calling. And, like, how about we just trade? That's not and, how that works. And at first, E.B. is like, that's ridiculous. You have to be a bunny. That's how any of this And works. Fred is like, I will prove you wrong. And uh, uh, Does he shit jelly beans on the hood of the car? He does not. <laughs> but does he the, try? Easter, the Easter Bunny goes to bed and he wakes up in the morning. And James Marston has made like fucking 100,000 colored eggs. <laughs> like, and he's like... Okay, nice work. Where does an Q? unemployed loser get a bunch of eggs? I don't know. He was in a mansion. So maybe they had a bunch of eggs. Maybe they're on the keto diet. Cool. I, I don't know. <laughs> that tracks. So uh, so he wakes up and there's like a million eggs overnight. Q, Easter Bunny training montage. <laughs> I want it to be to the Rocky theme. Is it to the Rocky theme? I don't know. I'd have to look up the soundtrack and that's on a different... <laughs> <laughs> so um, so he realizes he's really good at being the fucking Easter Bunny, eh? I mean, maybe. I mean, for a human. Yeah, okay, so cue Easter Bunny training montage. So in this movie, James Marston, or someone who looks like him, had to literally run with Easter baskets full of eggs through a hedge, jumping over hedges while vicious dogs chase him. I hope it was James Marsden, because he deserves it for agreeing to these films. I truly. Um, Meanwhile, they cut back and forth between the chicks who are, like, planning a mutiny with Carlos. Right, right, yeah. Right? So there's also a training montage with them where he is, like, training to be the Easter Bunny. And then Fred is also training to be the Easter Bunny. All right. So after a hard day of training where Fred has mastered 
a day. literal day. One day. One day of training. Where sure. Fred has mastered being the Easter Bunny, he falls asleep. All right? They like both, you do. They I both, mean, you just, they both fall, asleep. fall asleep. They both just, like, pass out. He has this, like, beautiful hand-painted egg in his hand. And uh, he's like, good job, Fred. Uh, so in the morning, the pink berets come. All right? Right. And they trank the dogs. They, like, shoot out actual, like, tranquilizer darts. Yeah, yeah. They trank the dogs. Um, E.B. escapes, and he gets on, like, a tour bus. Um, and he's like, eh, Fred will be fine. Like. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So they trank Fred, and when he wakes up, he's in the Easter Island candy factory. Because those bunnies are not messing around. Why? I don't know. So, at first... <laughs> At first he thinks that he's there to lead them and he gives them like a rousing speech and then he realizes that he's like tied to a fucking pole. <laughs> I think you would realize the pole tying situation earlier. Nope, nope. And there's a, um, and, uh, he's like the Carlos, the big chick is like, this guy murdered your son. And he was like, wait, I didn't murder anybody. Like I didn't even hit him with my car. <laughs> like, Right. Right. And uh, and the the Pink Berets are like, we have proof. But they don't say anything. They just like bring a pot. And it is a turkey in a pot with E.B.'s sweater on it. Like E.B.'s like shirt. And uh, he's like, does anybody care that this is... Obviously a turkey. Like, obviously a turkey. Like it didn't... This is not didn't, a rabbit. Yeah, whatever. Um, and... Yeah. And then the big, the big chick... Carlos. Uh, Carlos is like, there will be a memorial service for E.B. in the candy room. And all the bunnies go. And then he locks them out. And uh, the main Easter bunny is like, what are you doing? He's like, it's a coup d'etat. French for coup d'etat. <laughs> like you do. Right. Right. Um, meanwhile. Oh, and then the, um, the Easter bunny calls the the pink berets and the pink berets come and the big chick Carlos takes this like chocolate gun and shoots the bunnies and then the bunnies are stuck in like frozen hardened chocolate and they can't do their ninja skills. Meanwhile, right. EB is like on the set of Hoff Nose Talent and he's having a crisis of conscience because he left uh, Fred just to be kidnapped by the to pink. be kidnapped by the by the pink sure uh, whatever. And he's, like, talking to David Hasselhoff before the show. And he's like, I don't know, I'm kind of having a hard time with this. And David's like, it's the eternal dilemma. <laughs> Is it? Is it? It's not. <laughs> but he decides eventually to, like, quit the show before he goes on and go see Fred. Uh, like he, So he goes back to the mansion. He sees that there's no sign of Fred. He realizes that Fred was tranked and brought to Easter Island. He goes to Easter Island. Um. So, the chicks are planning a coup, mm. uh, which I was with them until they were like, and children don't want chocolates, we want, like, birdseed and worms, because those are delicious things. I was like, oh, no, fuck no. No, <laughs> like, no, no, bad. Now everyone hates you. <laughs> like, if they were like, we're just going to keep it going. Right. I would have been like, fine, whatever. Let's uh, diversify. Mm -hmm. But uh, because they wanted to add worms to Easter baskets, I was like, thanks, no thanks. Thanks, no thanks. Um, so, they... In the coup d'etat, they have Fred and the Easter Bunny tied up in a little basket. And they're going to dip them in a vat of goo. I don't know what the goo is. 
Um, but the ropes are made of black licorice. So Fred's like, wait, are these ropes black licorice? He's like, yeah, all ropes are black licorice in this, like, realm or whatever. And he's like, so you can chew through them? And he was like, I mean, you can. Because <laughs> apparently the Easter Bunny would rather fucking die <laughs> than eat black licorice. I'm kind of with him. I'm kind of with him on that. I love black licorice. <laughs> mm. So, uh... Fred and the Easter Bunny uh, so get out of their basket of doom. Right. And um, E.B. rides up, like, and is yeah. like, I'm here to rescue you or whatever. And he was like, get the, um, there's this egg of destiny. It's like a, it's a, like a scepter. Sure. And it has an egg on the top. And it's the thing that holds the magic for the Easter Bunny. Yes. Whatever. Uh a plot device I feel should have been more important, but no. Uh, it's not. You're whatever. just throwing it in here uh, at the last minute. So, uh, Carlos takes the magical egg scepter thing and tries to become the Easter Bunny, right? Right. Uh, and he ends up growing ears and a tail and big bunny feet. So he turns into this weird Easter giant bunny chick, right? And E.B. goes and tries to, like, beat him up, but he's, like, a giant, uh... Like, video game boss. <laughs> right. Right? Okay, so then he gets... Uh, yeah, so... This makes no fucking sense. <laughs> like, I'm trying really hard here, honey. Are you, have, I'm sorry. Have you suffered a traumatic brain injury? <laughs> so Are then, you drunk? So then the uh, Easter Bunny chick, Carlos, goes to get into the giant Victorian steampunk egg sled... <laughs> Raised by chicks. <laughs> Pulled by chicks to deliver oh, the eggs. Who pitched this fucking movie? <laughs> How is this? And they're getting and they're getting ready to take off. Uh, but then EB's like, wait, I can defeat them with the power of drums. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> and he drums. There is no power of drums. No, and it's he drums. And the the chick that is air traffic controlling them, he he beats his drums, and then the chick that is air traffic controlling them starts dancing, and then they end up like up down crazy and like crash landing, uh, into Did whatever. You crash the Victorian sled thing? I mean, it didn't crash that bad. Um, oh, just a little fender bender. Yeah. So he makes, uh, yeah. So Phil, the chicken that's air traffic controlling them, dance, uh, with the power of drumming. And then he makes them crash, and the egg scepter thing, like, falls out of the sled, and E.B. grabs it, and he brings it back to his dad, uh, and then dad, his dad, uh, talks with E.B. and is like, good job, like, and your friend Fred saved my life, and he was like, yeah, he's a good guy, and, uh, he was like, I'm sorry I put so much pressure on you about being the Easter Bunny. He's like, it's okay, I feel like I'm ready now, like, I'll always have drumming, I can be a drummer and the Easter Bunny, like... Honestly, okay, they're both. Honestly, they're both not full time gigs. <laughs> and, and he's like, "Great." He's like, "But," and he whispers to him. Um, and so he was like, "Okay." Uh, he's like, "Fred, can you come here?" And he was like, "Sure." Uh, and he's like, "Step forward, kneel down, put out your finger." <laughs> he was like, "Okay." He's like, "Touch this egg," and then uh, Eb touches the egg, and he's like, "I now announce you co Easter buddies." <laughs> what? <laughs> right. <laughs> First off, doesn't Fred faking? Doesn't he fucking hate this rabbit? Like, I don't know. They became friends. <laughs> they, they had a dynamic story. <laughs> and um, so Fred. So then it cuts to 
uh, Fred and E.B. E.B. like cruising around, whatever, the night sky. Yeah? Yeah. And, um, and then you cut to Fred at his parents' Easter brunch or sure. whatever. Because uh, we all have Easter brunches. That's what we right. do. And he's wearing his Easter bunny outfit. He's wearing like uh, like a light green, mint green um, vest and like a navy coat with tails and like an ascot. Like a very old school, like Victorian sure. outfit and whatever. And his mom's like, I love your costume. It's very festive. And he's like, thanks, but it's uniform. <laughs> and... Uh, He's like, ooh, I need some coffee. I was out late last night delivering eggs. He's And his dad's like, every time you say eggs, I'm going to think pizzas, because that's what makes me feel sane. Because <laughs> you're fucking crazy. <laughs> yes. And, um... Like, listen, I don't care what our kids do when they grow up, as long as they're happy, but if one of them tells me they're the Easter Bunny, I'm calling people. Right, right. And so then, um... Like, a, the doorbell rings or whatever, and he's like, oh, I guess it's my co-Easter bunny. I'd really like you guys all to meet him. Uh, he's like, but I gotta be off. And he, uh, his family comes, too, and they see him, like, climb into this giant Victorian steampunk egg flown by baby chicks. And his dad is like, wait, this is all real? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, wow, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and so his dad is proud of him. And he flies away in his very steampunk egg sleigh powered by magical chicks, led by Carlos, the giant chick bunny thing, because they didn't destroy him, they just make him be in the sleigh. And uh, he's like, I plan one coup, and I'm back down to the bottom. Um, and then there's an original rap about the pink beret ninja bunnies. This is the second movie <laughs> in a row where we've had an original rap at the end. And the end. Oh my gosh. What the fuck? <laughs> I always I, want to go back and watch this just because I'm it's so, so crazy. Bonkers. So bonkers. I was not that drunk and I took notes. Like, this is. I had one glass of wine during the course of this movie and I did not start until like I was an hour in. Wow. It was That's whew. insane. Yeah, that's so a that's ride. the movie. Wow. <laughs> it's green greenlit this. Like, that's. Part of the thing that is keep coming back to is like somebody sat in a meeting and we're like, of all the 27 films we could be making this year, let's go with the Fred Marston bunny thing. Right, right. James Marston, James Marston and Russell Brand. Fred and Russell Brand. Russell Brand in a children's film. Again and again. I feel like you hear Russell Brand's voice and you're like, surely you're not human. Surely you're a cartoon. Let's just make you a cartoon. Far more believable as a cartoon. He pretty much is a cartoon. <laughs> than as a human. Yeah. He did play himself for a hot second. He was, like, the um, assistant mm -hmm. in the Hoff-nosed talent, whatever. And he was like, hey, you have, you know, five minutes till curtain. Like, just randomly walking through in the background? Right, right. It's always weird. To, to, the, to the bunny. Was Hugh Laurie in here somewhere? I don't think so. Okay. Well, I mean, you probably would have had to pay him extra. Russell Brand will just do it for, like, I think drug money. Yeah, I mean. No offense, ooh. Russell Brand, but I think so. Maybe. Maybe he's sober now. Who knows? I hope so. He can't keep that up. All right, so what do we learn from this film other mm. than, like, parents are awful? I mean, um, don't squash your child's dreams even when they're unrealistic. And possibly... <laughs> and possibly dangerous. And rooted in a complete fantasy world. Um, drumming is always the answer. It is life. A, a beat will save you. Always. Always. Always, always. Um... 
your family will do an intervention for you when you're a loser, but you could just avoid it by being more loser until you eventually lose yourself out the other side and become the Easter Bunny. Yes. Um, you should take care of any animal that shits candy. <laughs> I feel that's good. I'm not testing, though. Like, are those Whoppers or are they not? Like, I leave that experiment to you because I don't like Whoppers. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's about all we got from here. But, like, my gosh, this movie, <laughs> what in the world? Also, it's January. <laughs> it's January where we're watching an Easter film. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad I was engrossed in horror-themed. I know. You're welcome. Yes, indeed. So... I think that's all we got for tonight, though. So, uh, all you out there, please uh, parent responsibly. Yes, please parent responsibly. Good night.